0: Christ is rich. Really- Mary, say to each other, "Who would go the stone away for us?" I don't know about you. When was the last time you visited a tomb, a grave? I was reflecting about this in maybe around the year 2000. I lost a very good friend of mine, and I was here in Australia, and my friend was in Indonesia. I wasn't able to. Not until the year later, when I was able to visit his tomb, that I was able to cry. And then, fast forward, I remember in 2005 when I went to World Youth Day, happened to be in Rome, and Pope St. John Paul II passed away a few months before that. And I was able to visit his tomb. That was the time when I felt in Indonesia, we have a saying that if one died, a thousand will rise. Amen. And I thought the seed of my calling for priesthood was there was, was at that moment. And then, fast forward, I was ordained in 2016, and I visited the tomb of my grandfather. Whom I haven't uh, visited for 35 years in a remote place in Indonesia, that uh, increased my life, my love for my family. And the last one, just about a few weeks ago, I went to Jerusalem and I visited the tomb of our Lord Jesus Christ at the Holy Sepulchre. But this was very interesting. As we queue up, and it was a long queue, and I had a group of 37 people, and from four year old to 76 year old. But as we queue up, we all just really pressing against each other, and, uh, and this four year old asked the question where are we going? Oh, we're going to visit the tomb of Jesus but he's only asleep from the four-year-old he said he's only asleep It must be the Holy Spirit speaking to him and when I was reflecting back oh my faith I was so busy thinking about the history of this happened to Jesus that happened that happened I actually often forgot that he He is alive. I don't know about you, sometimes I forget that Jesus is alive. See, following Jesus is not boring. It's not something that you would expect as kind of visiting a normal tomb where you're reflective and you know, quiet and. subdued and you're sad and sorrowful. But following Jesus Christ it's not like that. It's you've got to expect the unexpected. It's frightening. It's weird. It's crazy. You're not even a sorrowful for more than three days. And suddenly that tomb that we visited, like when we were queuing up, it was so crazy, it was so weird, it was the only day inside for about a few few seconds and then you've got to go out because everyone else needs to get going. So, I don't know about you, following Jesus is something that is quite frightening. And it is still, you know, Jesus Christ is alive, he's still the best <laughs> kept secret. Amen. I've just checked you know, that in Australia, even though many are, say that followers of Jesus, less than 20% really believe that Jesus actually is alive, that the event of the resurrection is actually a historical event, that it actually happened. It wasn't just something that is made up by the disciples. It wasn't something that, you know, oh yeah, they just, Trying to think nicely, it was all internalized, yes, Jesus is a is alive in your heart and this and that. No, it wasn't like that. You know, they had this belief, yes, they were like us too. You know, we had the doubt. They had doubt as well. But you know, when when Saint Mark, the gospel that we read today, right, he he wrote the gospel and he he followed Saint Peter. He followed Saint Peter, um as he preached, and Saint Peter would have told him the stories of what had happened. And it was written, it was the first gospel that was written, and in it was around the year of 64. But around that year, Peter and Paul were, they gave their lives for to give witness to the Lord. It was so convinced. It wasn't just a myth, it was just You know, something that was made up. They, Peter and Paul, wouldn't have given their lives and gave witness. And Mark, in the beginning of the Gospel, he said, this is the good news of Jesus Christ. He said, this is the Evangelion. You know the word Evangelion? is the same word that the Romans used to say when uh, Caesar won the victory, someone would come uh, before him and say, Evangelion, glad tidings, we've won the victory. But as Mark, witnessing Peter and Paul died because they were so convinced of what had happened, Mark also was convinced and he said, Evangelion for Kyrios, right? For Christ, for Jesus Christ. And so, now, we are asked as well, like, these uh, Marys, right? They say, go and tell the disciples. Go and tell the disciples. You know, they were asking, who will roll the stones for us? What stones? We might be asking the same thing. Who will roll the stones for us? What stones? The stones of our doubts. The stones of our fear. The stones of our disbelief. The stones of not seeing Jesus is alive before us like flesh and blood so who will hold that that stones for us? Jesus will. Jesus and his angels will. Why? Simply because he he loves us. He loves us for no other reason he loves us. He loves us so much that He gave His only life for us. He loves us so much that He was willing to go down to the hell so that we who deserve hell may be liberated. He loves us that much that that He was willing to endure betrayal, false accusations, endure violence, and hatred, everything. Jealousy, everything that is thrown to him and absorb that and take upon himself on the cross so that we may be freed of all the hatredness, the violence, the indifference that is in our hearts, that is like a stone in our hearts. He loves us so much that He was willing to die for us. So much that, you know, we, humanity, who killed him. We who killed him. And yet, he said, I still love you. And the Father vindicates him and throws him back from the grave. So we might share his eternal life. Amen. He loves us that much. And that is why we celebrate tonight. If there's no other reason why we can't follow Christ, it's because of His resurrection. If it wasn't because of His resurrection, I wouldn't be standing here. Why would I bother preaching before you? Why would we bother following Jesus? We want that resurrection too, and it's free for us. It's free for us because God the Father loves us very much. And we just have to have an open hand tonight and receive that gift, that eternal life for us. So, I see if you have heard me singing. I'm going to sing a song for you. This is called Jesus is Alive. Ooh, yeah. Jesus is Alive, right? I don't have much voice. going oh, be alright. As long as Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive!